Hey, this is a beer suit bruiser. Crack one open and listen to Wrestling With Ideas. Welcome inside the CKDJ studios for Wrestling With Ideas here on CKDJ 107.9, Ottawa's new music. I'm Zach McGibbon, and on the line with me, he is a Ring of Honor wrestler. He is the Beer City Bruiser. Bruiser, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing great. I'm glad to have you on, and i uh, got a lot to talk about, especially with the momentum that Ring of Honor is running right now. But before we get into that, uh, I want to know, how did you first break into the wrestling business? I broke in. Um, actually, I used to goof around with my friends and stuff like that. And uh, I had a really good friend who uh, his neighbor was a professional wrestler. So he introduced me to a, a guy named Jet Bennett. And he introduced me to a guy named Trevor Adonis uh, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And he said, hey, if you want to be a wrestler, show up at this little bar. It's called Hog Alley in Delafield. Uh, we have a show that day, show up at, uh, noon and I'll give you like a little two hour fantasy camp. And if it's what you want to do, I'll, I'll, I'll train you. I said, okay. So I showed up at noon. There was a ring set up, got in started learning everything. And my two hour fantasy camp actually turned into a four and a half hour long one. Um, so I was there to like four 30 and, and Trevor's like, all right, you know, you're, you're pretty decent you you kind of get this so uh that's how uh, my career started mm-hmm. absolutely and uh you broke into reign of honor through the top prospect tournament back in 2015 uh who was the person that uh really vouched for you to come into reign of honor and be a part of this uh, top prospect tournament uh, i had a couple guys actually that were backing me up um steve credo was a huge um like wanting pushing for me to be there um silas young who is now my tag team partner uh he was pushing for me to be there uh rhino was with the company at the time he was uh pushing for me to be there then uh kevin steen was still with the company um he was just about to leave and uh he had put his name on me and said hey this is a kid that could you know fill my spot as i leave or whatever so I pretty much had a lot of guys pushing for me. Um, and I'd done the tryout camp um, the October of the year before the top prospect tournament. And so they kind of knew who I was. I did really well in the tryout camp. And they told me that that after the tryout camp that I'd be in the top prospect tournament. Mm-hmm. And uh, how, how would you find your experience uh, during the top prospect tournament uh, facing off against different guys like Donovan Dijak, who's now with the WWE, and uh, the now uh, the contender for the title in Dalton Castle uh, heading up into a final battle? It, it was amazing. Um, the funny story is, is Dalton actually lost the first round of the top prospect tournament. And here we are, you know, what, three, four years later, and uh, he's actually going for the title at one of the biggest pay-per-views, you know. Um, It it was a a great experience. Um, I got to wrestle. I had two really good matches. Uh, I worked Mikey Webb the first round and then uh, Will Ferrara um, the second round. Will Ferrara has actually gone to make himself a a big name in Ring of Honor, tagging with uh, Rhett Titus as the dogs. Um, He's finally found his footing and whatnot, and he's making a name for himself. Um, but it was, the, the whole experience was amazing. I mean, um, you know, you get there that you, you know, you're in the tournament, but you don't know anything that's going on. And it was just really cool to see how ring of honor TV worked. And it was a lot of fun to, 
to start my experience with Ring of Honor and, and start the learning process of how to put a TV show on. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and did you know you were going to be signed by Ring of Honor uh, during that time? Or was there a thought that maybe if you impressed, then they would give you a contract, that sort of deal? Uh, I had no idea I was going to get signed out of it. Um, my goal was obviously to get signed. Um, but when you do the top prospect tournament, they don't guarantee you anything. They just guarantee an opportunity. Um, when you do the tryout camp, they don't guarantee you anything. They just, they just, uh, guarantee that they'll get you in front of the right people. You know, it's up to you to, to impress and, and to do everything you're supposed to do. Um, so going to the top prospect, I just wanted to go in and make a lasting impression, you know, so that uh, I was brought back and just through the hard work that I've been doing. And then the success that Silas and I have had as a tag team, that's how my contract came about. <laughs> and, uh, as you mentioned the tag team with Silas. Uh, when did you first uh, realize that, hey, I'm going to get signed uh, to a contract and you're going to get to work with uh, Silas Young? Um, I signed a, a year ago or a couple years ago, actually. And uh, I didn't know. I, I knew they told us uh, it was July of 2015, I believe it was, in Minnesota, where they walked up and said, hey, uh, we need a team to uh, wrestle War Machine tonight. And uh, we're going to put you and Silas together just because we think that would work. And we're like, okay, cool. And, and now Silas and I have known each other for going on 17 years now. Um, we trained in the same area. We went to the independents in the same area. And so when they told us that, you know, you're going to tag together, we're like, okay, cool. Like we knew each other. Um, but then when we wrestled, when we when we had that match, it was like chemistry was just there. Um, we, we flowed real well. We had, we had good chemistry in the ring with each other. Uh, the match with War Machine was amazing. Um, in fact, they put it on TV. Uh, we filmed it for TV a couple weeks later. It was that good of a match. And it was just, it, it was amazing. You know, um, I never factored in, hey, I'm, I'm getting signed or anything like that. I was just happy that, hey, we found something for you. This is what we want to do with it. And you guys are, are so good with each other. We're going to run with it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and we're seeing a huge growth in popularity for Reign of Honor right now. They recently had their 3,000-seat uh, uh, show uh, at Supercard of Honor a couple of months ago. Uh, when did you really start to notice that Reign of Honor was really starting to hit it big and start uh, get a couple more eyeballs onto the product? It was at Supercard. Um, we had been drawing really well um, in the, the different buildings we've been going to, you know, selling out. The, the smaller buildings and they, they with Supercard they told all of us hey we're, we're trying something new um, we're going to go to a bigger building and then when they told us it was sold out it was like okay there's something going on here and um, doing the independence and stuff and meeting all these fans talking about how they don't watch anything but Ring of Honor you know what I mean it, it grew and after Supercard we started wrestling in bigger buildings and not only were we wrestling in these bigger buildings but we were filling them we were selling them out I mean I think we had like nine or ten straight sellouts in a row in bigger buildings and it was you could tell like uh, we did a loop um, recently here a tour where it was San Antonio Dallas and Oklahoma and that whole tour was amazing. Uh, the San Antonio crowd was like wrestling in front of a WrestleMania crowd. You couldn't do anything wrong. They were amazing. And it it was a completely sold-out building. It was as far as you could see were people. Um, 
and it made you feel really good to be part of the company. You know, it's like, okay, we're doing, we're doing something right here. <laughs> something, something's clicking right now. Absolutely. Um, and uh, also a big announcement was made recently by, uh, well, it was released by pro wrestling sheet, but Cody confirmed it, uh, that there's a plan for a 10,000 seat, uh, show being put together by Cody Rhodes, uh, the young bucks. And I believe Marty Skrull is involved as well. Uh, do you know at all if you're going to be involved uh, with that show or is it just really just in the pre-planning stages right now? Uh, nobody really knows anything. It's just in the pre-planning stages. Um, I, I hope that we do it. Uh, I think Ring of Honor can fill a 10,000-seat building. Um, just judging by the crowds that we've been seeing, the people we've been turning away, you know, with the right card put together, I believe we could do it. Um, I I give Cody and the Young Bucks um, awesome props because the initiative that they're doing. Uh, I mean, the Young Bucks are self-made millionaires. You know, they've... They have taken the Young Bucks name and made it a, a brand. You know, they've taken the Elite and made it a, a brand where people want to see it. People want to buy it. You know, they got their, their YouTube channel, which is amazing. They're in Hot Topic now with all the Bullet Club merchandise. So if anybody can pull off a 10,000-seat venue, I'm pretty sure it's the, the Bullet Club and Ring of Honor. Absolutely. Um, and also, too, uh, I want to – uh, ask you when Cody uh, was first brought into uh, Ring of Honor, uh, what was the reaction in the locker room like when we you heard that Cody Rhodes was going to be involved uh, with Ring of Honor? Um, we're a lot of the guys are really excited. Um, you're still really leery when you get a guy coming from from up in new, uh, WWE coming into our locker room, and you don't know how they're going to be. Uh, you don't know how they're going to act. Um, but Cody is an amazing person. Um, he is an amazing wrestler and he's an amazing leader in the locker room. Um, after he came in and he had his first match, you know, he, he gathered all the guys in the locker room and, and, you know, we all did a, uh, we all had a drink together and he, he thanked us for allowing him to come into his house. He hopes that we welcome him and he's been nothing but positive for the company. Um, he is an amazing person. He is a true locker room leader where if you have a question about something, he's easy to approach, you know, and he, and he totally blew any expectations that I had um, of him coming into the locker room. You know, he is truly a great guy to share the locker room with. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, and also, too, just kind of going back uh, to your career right now, uh, where do you see the Beer City Bruiser character going with Reign of Honor, especially with the popularity uh, that Reign of Honor is attaining right now? Uh, where do you see your character down the line? Do you see it uh, coming out of a tag team, maybe kind of going for the television title, or do you uh, like where you're at with the tag team scene and working with Silas? Well, what I like about Silas and I is we can succeed as singles wrestlers or we can succeed as a tag team. Um, the, our, both our characters can be viewed as individuals, but then when the other comes to help the other out, it makes sense. You know, um, Silas at final battles going for the television title. You know, uh, I'm going to do everything I can to help him get that title. And it just makes sense for me to be in his corner, you know. And, and then when I wrestle, like I wrestled Cody, um, in Oklahoma, it made sense for, for Silas to be in my corner. And that's the cool thing about our characters. That's the cool thing about our tag team is we're viable contenders for the tag team championships, but we're also viable contenders for any of the singles titles. You know, um, we don't have to have animosity between each other because one's going for one thing or the other's going for the other. We just support each other. Um, so as far as my character, like I, I'm, foresee gold in the future whether it be singles or tag team i welcome all challengers 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and uh, take me through just kind of working with uh, Delirious as a booker and uh, just what he's able to put in front of you in terms of building up your character and that sort of deal. Oh, an amazing mind. Um, he's always, 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 always thinking of wrestling. Um, he comes up with an idea. Uh, he pitches it to you. He works with you. He welcomes other ideas. Uh, truly a great guy to work for. And uh, his mind is amazing. I love watching him work. I love watching him put stuff together and, and relay it to us. It's it's so fun to follow his leadership. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and also, too, I do want to bring this up as well. Um, Jim Cornette, of course, former uh, booker at Reign of Honor. He recently I mentioned he watched the spot with, uh, I believe it was uh, Daniels going through the flaming table and being kind of critical of it. Uh, is that more of like a, sh- a shift in terms of Reign of Honor, kind of adding a little bit more edginess to the product, or is it just a part of an angle and, you know, don't want to say Cornette was looking too deep into it, but it was just kind of something he saw and wanted to criticize for. I think it's just something he saw and he wanted to criticize. Uh, it was just a spot that happened in a match. Uh, the story made sense. You know, if you look at what Daniels and Cody have done to each other over the last year, you know what I mean? Like it just, it made sense. It's, it, it wasn't, Oh my God, ring of honor is going hardcore and, and all that. Like, I think it was just, it was a, a moment that the, two of them wanted to do in their match it made sense for the story and i think cornette's just just reading into it just so he can get you know more listeners and more you know more media (laughs) (laughs) absolutely um and 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 just kind of staying on the topic i don't want to stay too much on it um but since uh cornette was at reign of honor uh and there were still some people from that era that were under cornette uh when they see cornette uh kind of attacking the product do they make mention of you know cornette was here and that sort of stuff and do they kind of look at him as a negative light or they just kind of move on from him he never gets mentioned to be honest with you um, I was not around for the Cornette days. I do travel with guys that were around there and no, he's, he's never really mentioned, <laughs> you know, um, I, I very rarely got, if ever hear his name in the locker room, you know, we're all so focused on the future right now and, and going forward and what can we do to continue this, this momentum that ring of honors got and that we don't even think about him you know what i mean uh i i honestly didn't know he had criticized the christopher daniels thing till you had just mentioned it to me (laughs) so as far as the locker room's concerned no one really mentions him okay interesting uh two uh quick things one uh is there any bookings that you want to promote uh any future dates that you're going to appear on uh that you're wrestling for that sort of deal um, yeah, this Friday I'm wrestling in Iowa for a company called 3XW. Um, it's in Des Moines, Iowa. We got Ring of Honor's final battle coming up at the Hammerstein Ballroom um, December 15th. And then the 16th, we're in Philadelphia for a TV taping. Um, Hammerstein Ballroom and ECW Arena, the 2300 Arena, are two amazing buildings. If you are a wrestling fan, I suggest going just to see shows in these buildings because they're so historic and just – History always happens in these buildings. Um, I got a company that I work for called Bruce City Wrestling. Um, in January, I'm coming up. Uh, they have a War Games match that I'm a part of. Um, it's their anniversary show. That's January 10th um, in uh, West Dallas, Wisconsin. And then if you're interested in being a, a trained and you're in northern Illinois or southern Wisconsin, come to the Thumper's Den Wrestling Academy. Uh, I am a head trainer there. So we're always looking for new students. 
Awesome stuff. Thank you so much, man, and I wish you the best in Reign of Honor. All right, thank you. You have just listened to the greatest wrestling show on the planet. If you want to listen to older episodes of the show, including full interviews, make sure you check out Wrestling With Ideas on Podbean and on the Podbean app, or listen to us on our new SoundCloud page. We can also be found on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Player FM, and many more. Make sure you keep on tuning in every Thursday at 6 p.m. to wrestle with ideas.